Hello and greetings. My name Jack Bybee. I am a near-death experiencer. The, this podcast is in response to questions I encounter and thoughts I have on death consciousness and, of course, the afterlife. All this based on my near-death experience in 1972. By the way, do you have a question about the afterlife? Ask me. Email me at aftqa23 at gmail.com. I'll repeat, aftqa23 at gmail.com. Who knows, I could give you an answer. And by the way, I'm getting a website up in the not-too-distant future, and that will allow for a lot more audience interaction. This is episode number six of the Afterlife Question and Answer podcast, and in this episode I discuss the following, the life review and consequences of our actions, materialism, undulating wave of universes, the power of our brains and human thought. All right, into it we go. The life review. Certainly, the life review is something of, a, of major importance. And again, it is only the near-death experiencer that can comment on this for a very simple reason. The life review probably happens when we pass on and cross the barrier, as Raymond Moody and other NDE researchers have detailed. However, it is only the near-death experiencer who has memories of that life review. So, drawing on my memories, here we go. This is something where organized religions go on and on about, a judgment and one thing and another. Yes, there is a judgment, as I discovered, but it is a judgment of the self by the self. Further, and there's quite a bit of discussion, especially in psychology circles about this, is regarding the changes in the persona of the NDE. That is something that is very interesting to me, but I really cannot see how it jives or impacts the, the subject matter of this podcast, that is, of helping others understand what happens in the afterlife. Be aware that I was one of the shyest, most introverted beings before the NDE. Now, after the life review, <laughs> I'm anything but shy. Well, m maybe a little bit, but you know, in general, no, I've overcome that. And that, for me, is because I learned from the life review. As mentioned in a previous episode, as in spirit I was passing up the tunnel, I was asked three questions by the being of light. And allow me to repeat those three questions just for the heck of it, to refresh your memory. What have you done with the life just passed? Whom have you loved and been loved by? What have you learnt? Those were posed to me as in spirit I pummeled up the tunnel heading for one thing and one thing only, the light 
at the end of the tunnel. Remember, the life review and pretty much everything else occurs in, against the realm of perfect love. My favorite colors are magenta and purple and reflect what I remember of the purple void that was in the distance in death consciousness. At the start of the life review, it was much like being in a, va a vast movie theater with the surround sound basically of perfect love. Then, in front of me, on a screen, if such it was, it seemed that from the time that mom and dad got together and conceived me to the nanoseconds when I said yes in answer to the angelic voices calling me to the other side. Every emotion, every action, every thought scrolled past me on this enormous screen-like concept. I am certain that my subconscious has stored every thought, every emotion, every action, and that was now being replayed for me. The very interesting thing for me is that where I needed to learn a lesson or whether I did something that might not have been quite appropriate, that's where the screen stops scrolling. And that's when, if it is regarded as judgment, and I don't think it is, but that's when I would hear the voice of the being of light, of God, state, was that a loving thing to do? Recently, I came across an interesting phrase that I like as well, that of allowing myself or anyone else to be guided by love. I like that. Back to the life review. Yes, my whole life did fly past me, and very quickly too. Yes, there were instances for certain that I regret a thought, a word, an action that didn't or shouldn't have been there, but there they were. I repeat only for emphasis, I now try to allow myself to be guided by love. I am trying to help. Should you have questions regarding the life review and the changes in the persona, please email me with comments or questions at aftqa23 at gmail.com. A lesson in materialism. Early in the life review, all of a sudden against the purple void, I was shown what appeared to be the sun, the center of our solar system and stretching away in a horizontal plane to the right were three or four little specks of light. Looking at those little specks, emotionally I realized that the third little speck of light, out from what could only be presumed to be the sun, was a little green orb. That could possibly be the earth? I felt strongly attracted to it, as I thought, come closer, I'd like to see more. The earth actually appeared to come closer. In retrospect, in spirit, I believe I moved closer, not that the earth claimed closer to me. But anyway, that's a moot point. 
there on the left was the sun, and there three or four little specks of light, and the being of light resonates to this moment. Do you now perceive how meaningless is the pursuit of the material? For better or for worse, the lesson struck home. I have had a rather interesting back-and-forth time with money ever since I got back to the earth plane, simply because many of the lessons I was shown have sunk in, and one of the things I am very sensitive to is hurting others, and one of the things I am very sensitive to is the fact that, not always, but very often, while reviewing to purchase an object or something else, where some hurt has occurred, someone else has been deprived of something. I tend to sense this and choose very carefully. Do you now perceive how meaningless is the pursuit of the material? Is this materialism? No, after a good deal of mulling on the issue, no, it's not. But survival in the Western world is all about money and earning that. Here in the United States, it's in the extreme, mainly of others trying to get money out of my pocket and into their pocket. I don't agree with that. However, try telling that to my landlord and see what the reaction is. So then I shouldn't be in the United States, I suppose. But, well, the United States has granted me my First Amendment rights and the Constitution, and that's a big deal and a heck of a lot more important to me than a stable bank balance. But anyway, now I'm getting off, be that as it may. But there it was, a very interesting way of showing me how useless in many respects money really is. Because in the vastness of space, having a decent bank balance is really of no use. Why? Who are you going to give the money to? And so, what is better than having a decent bank balance? Being guided by love. That's what the lesson was really all about. Love. Then came the undulating wave of universes. It was towards the end, if that can be described as such, of the NDE's life review, when I was shown something quite remarkable, and that took me a number of years to contemplate and to mull over, mainly as I thought about the experience and what I was shown, really all comes down to the power of our human brains, our, our power of thought. Here is what happened. Suddenly, in the NDE, during the life review, I was shown what seemed like an undulating wave of orange-colored rectangles moving towards me, moving through space. It was explained to me by the being of light that each of those orange-colored rectangles were self-contained universes. Those are universes. You can go to any one. 
to quote the words of the being of light. The message was that using the power of thought, I could go anywhere. In fact, I could reach any universe I chose. Sadly, I didn't. The simple reason? Because at that moment, I really did not know where I was. And if I wandered off into eternity trying to choose a universe or two to explore, how would I get myself back to wherever I was? So I didn't go off exploring universes. However, when or if I go through a life review again, next time I shuffle off, if I can control my excitement, I might just accept the invitation to explore one or two other universes. Yes, I probably will go off exploring a universe, but somehow I want the assurance that I can get back to wherever I am, and that might take a little bit of thinking. It is rather weird if feeling loved in the extreme, yet not knowing where you are or what will happen next. To put it in earthly and mountaineering terms, it's all very well to plot the route up to the summit of the peak, but you have also got to be able to get back down and back to base camp again, safely. If there's any reason why I didn't go off wandering and exploring other universes, that's the reason. I needed to get back to wherever I was and get back safely. The lesson for me was then and is now that the power of human thought is the most powerful tool we have. Now, on that score, and I know this sounds on the materialistic side, having just spoken about materialism, however, if you go to where this podcast is hosted and you follow the link https colon forward slash forward slash afterlifeqa.buzzsprout.com to download my book, Memories of Eternity. You will also find a link to my gofundme.com page. I would seriously appreciate a small monthly donation, maybe $5, maybe a bit more if you can, to assist in supporting this podcast. It is solely for the upkeep of the podcast and hopefully to develop and pay for a regular hosting of a website that I really must get up soon. If you can help me with this, I'll keep podcasting. In advance, thank you. May you walk in peace, journey in delight. May the blessings of the Perfect One be with you and yours all ways. Namaste. Jack out.